Gordon on the mic, Gordon on the mic. This the episode cat, three. <laughs> the cat man's walking and the cat man is <laughs> walking get, down the street and he's catting around. I got a feeling there's going to be more laughter in this one. <laughs> <laughs> Just because we're looking at each other like yep. directly instead of a little phone. Yeah, first uh, first time back in person. since. Well, we, we haven't done one like no, in person yet. So. We just did it when we first set up. But... and. We're in the small office with the door shut, which makes the office seem smaller. Yeah. And we have Ace Ventura when nature calls on with no sound. Yeah, this is how podcasting should be. It should be in person. Yep. It's a lot easier. Yeah, it really is. Well, I mean, well, during the summer, I can, like, come back more often and do, like, more in-person stuff. And, like, we can have, like, actual... Or maybe I'll take a road trip to B-Town. To B-Town. Yeah, br- and we can sit in my small room where I hear sirens every 45 minutes. I'll bring my laptop and my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, Welcome back, of, uh, everyone. Yeah, third podcast, number three. Yep, number three. And uh, if for any of you listening right now, um, the second one was changed. The title, <laughs> the title was changed because uh, it, it did say technical difficulties. And we're hoping that no one looked at that and went, oh, I'm not going to listen to that because it says technical difficulties. So. Yeah, that might have been a bad artistic choice so on my part. He changed it to found footage? Uh, yeah, I just changed right. it to found footage. So number so. two is called found footage. <laughs> the third one is to be ter- to be determined. Yeah, <laughs> so. could be called Catman. Catman. <laughs> Episode three, Catman. <laughs> oh, cats. Anyway. Yeah. What do you got? Oh, I got all kinds of stuff today. I think you need to go because well, we'll just talk about kind of what's coming out, what came out. Um, the new Josh Brolin show, Outer mm-hmm. Range, came out. Well, today's Saturday the sixteenth, so it came out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Two episodes. Um, they they uh, describe this as Yellowstone meets Ozark meets Stranger Things. That's what that's at. Whoa. Uh huh. Yep. It's about a. Well, here the Abbots are coping with the disappearance of daughter-in-law, of, of their daughter-in-law, when neighboring Tillersons make a play for their ranch land. Tensions come to a head with a mysterious black void arrives in the Abbots pasture. Yeah. Oh, so it's not like it's like a supernatural. Thing. It's it's a supernatural western. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. I thought yeah. it was more like a. Uh, when I watched the trailer, I thought it was going to be more like a psychological thriller just out west no but it just had like darker more like like darker aspects and like yellowstone or something like that J, uh josh brolin is the is the abbots right he's um he's that family and on his land there's like this just dark hole that appears and yeah why did not know that and uh what did he say on his instagram he said it's it's like the all the words you use, strange and freaky, and you know. Okay, well, I'm yeah. definitely watching now. I did not yeah. know that. <laughs> that's what that show was about. Yeah, it's not just a straight western; it's a combination. And the, and obviously, I think so. You got the Yellowstone part, which is western side of it. Yeah, those arcs probably is going to be some violence type. You know, yeah, people like trying to super steal, dramatic. Yeah. yeah, and then you got Stranger Things, which God only knows what could. Yeah, be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a, that. And I don't know if you know this. Mr. Bradley Pitts, Plan B, produced this show. 
Oh, actually? Oh, yeah. no, I saw that. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so uh, he, uh, no plan B's behind this one, so that's good. It's always a plus when Brad's involved. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I don't think he's missed on producing anything. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm looking forward. I've, I've actually started this morning, but as you know, my TV, trying to figure out the dark and <laughs> bright and everything else and that stupid thing. <laughs> everything, I, everything I watch is dark. Yeah. I don't get it. I well, I think it's just like I've changed every freaking setting you can. <laughs> I don't stupid I, streaming services. <laughs> I literally don't know how to fix it because it's like when I when we put the Xbox into that TV or like if I'm like on my Switch or my Xbox, whatever it is, like whatever streaming service it is, it looks fine. But like that TV, I feel like that TV is just not up to date with like newer streaming services like HBO Max and. But Paramount, no, that's not the, whatever. I can't be because it varies. Well, that's true. Like I can watch something from on HBO Max, it's fine. Then I'll watch something on Amazon Prime, it's dark. I'm like, well, what the the hell is going on right now? How long do you think that problem went on before mom noticed? Do you think she was watching stuff that was like where like the brightness was just like really dark for a while before you finally noticed it? I'll give you a prime example of that. So you remember when we were coming out of pandemic, right? And the biggest, kind of the biggest movie that came out on HBO Max was uh, Jared Leto and Denzel. The um, Oh, and like, yeah, and like Snyder Cut, yeah. No, what was that? The Little Things, called? though. The Little yeah. Things. The entire time I watched The Little Things, it was annoying me because I could tell there was a dark tent. Yeah. After we were done, I said something to mom, and she's like, well, I didn't notice anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like, of course. Well, you can, you can just tell when, like, the overall like exposure is dark. Like you can just tell. Yeah. So anyway, I'm not going to, yeah, we're not going to rant about shit. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll figure that out. Yeah, I might try the Roku too. I haven't tried the Roku. Mm, you just do a fire stick. That fire stick's messed up. Oh so anyway. God. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so then, uh, let's see. Ozark comes out in 429. Mm-hmm. Segue into what we just said. So 429 God, we just watched the uh, trailer yet again. That is a big one. Oh my God. That was going to be so good. I just can't wait. But I just, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen to poor Marty Bird. I have a feeling that Marty's going to die. I think, I don't think it's going to be, it's going to be a happy ending for someone. I don't think it's going to be Marty. <laughs> poor Marty. I don't anyway. think, I think Marty's going to, I think he's going to pull the short straw. We won't, we won't, we've already kind of talked about it. So I, yeah. I'm just trying to talk about upcoming things. So we get, uh, and then Buttersaw Call comes out on 18th. Buttersaw? Better. Oh, you said Butter. butter. <laughs> Hey. Better salt. Oh my god! Yeah, uh-huh. I've been. It's been a. It's been a lazy afternoon. I've been kind of tired. This is <laughs> better call yeah. Saul. Yeah, better call Saul comes out on four eighteen, which is Monday, right? Same day as Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got a lot going on. I got yeah, I got a lot of stuff to watch. Thing about Better Call Saul though, it's on AMC, one episode a week. Yeah, I save that to where we can watch like three in a row. I know, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited about that. I actually. I think I've probably told you this before. I actually like Better Call Saul better than I did Breaking Bad. Well, that's what a lot of people say, actually. I love it. Bob Odenkirk is just fantastic. He's I mean, yeah. so good. I, uh, I, mean, I wouldn't know because I haven't seen Breaking Bad all the way through. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, but you I'm know sh- you know that character. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, I'm sure I've said it so many times on this on right. these past three episodes, but like it was like the first two seasons and then El Camino. That's yeah. what I know about Breaking Bad. Yeah. But. So anyway, so yeah, that's coming out. And um uh, oh my God! Have you seen, have you seen the trailer for Candy with Jessica Biel? No, I know what you're talking about though. Oh my God! Oh Jesse Biel, 
explain the the premise. It's based because... on a true story. Um, happened in the eighties, mm-hmm. and Jessica Biel's got this like funky like short haircut like perm, you know, like just curls and stuff. Yeah. Um, but um, she's like the perfect housewife. And then it's like friends with all the ladies and the stuff. And then I think has an affair with like the lady that she's like kind of best friends with, with her husband. Yeah. Which is Pablo Schreiber. Pablo Schreiber's in it. Oh, sh- oh okay. Yeah. I didn't see this trailer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she kills her with an axe. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like just, it's a, it's a five night miniseries that starts on May 9th on Hulu. It's just it's just five episodes. I feel like she's kind of rapid fire with some of these limited series type stuff. Well, kind she of re- was that she was in that center show, right? Well, yeah, and then she's produced all of them. She's like behind oh, all the centers. Yeah, so she was in the first one, was really good, and then um, she produced all of them. She's mm-hmm. like, but yeah, she's in this, and I mean, I love Jessica Biel. I think she's freaking awesome. Yeah, no, she's if a there's badass. ever a role for it should for a woman, it should just be Jessica Biel. It, it, yeah, it, she, uh, every single role. Yeah, she's just she should have been Captain Marvel. She's awesome. Yeah. She should have been Captain Marvel. That probably would have been way yeah. better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all goes back to 2003, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, that's yeah. all you need. That's where it all started. No, Jesse Biel. Yeah, the well, foundation. Me, so, of, yeah. well, I mean, for me too. Because she was a god. She was in uh, what was that show? Seventh Heaven or something like that, like TV show. I, that's I, I, I wouldn't know. Went down, went down <laughs> my <laughs> down my path of viewing at the time. No. But uh, yeah, that uh, this it's called it's just called Candy. Yeah, it's based on a true story. It looks awesome. That's awesome. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of just some upcoming stuff um, that I had. I got, had? I got a couple. I got a couple for you. Fire it at me. Okay, this is a big one because. For, uh, for all your for all the Percy Jackson fans out there, you're obviously not that. Yeah, do you know what I'm talking about? I know, I know who's playing it. Yeah, Wa- TV, TV series, all right. TV series. Uh-huh. Walker Scoble, the yep. kid from the Adam Project. Yep, which was his first movie. My new favorite kid, casted as Percy freaking Jackson. Like what? What? Like a? He's so talented. Like just talk about like sudden talent and just starting to get all these roles. Like that is insane to me. Well, he, uh, well, that's what happens. I mean, you just need, you need that one, that one shot. And I'm still just baffled by the fact that that kid was never in a movie before Adam project. Well, I mean, never in anything. Yeah. And well, think about that. He, he goes from first movie with Ryan Reynolds directed by Sean Levy. And now he's going to go into probably what's going to be more than one season show on Disney plus. Cause like there's a ton of Percy Jackson oh, yeah. books. So like, I, I just think it's insane. I, the, I couldn't believe it. Who's the kid that plays Percy Jackson in Logan Lerman, Logan Lerman. He's in fury. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's a diff, it's definitely a different vision that they're going for, but since he's like a little bit older, right. But like now it's like more of like a younger, um, like middle schoolish type. Yeah. Feel, he'll be, but he'll be good in that. Yeah, I was like, I saw that. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! Like, yeah. we are literally witnessing like pure fame and stardom from this kid growing up, just going yeah. forward. It's and not nuts. like a, not like a, um, like a lull, you know, like a, make a movie and then like five years later you see him. Again, oh no, like, it's like instant. boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I wonder where he's gonna be in next. Like, it's, it's insane to me. Yeah. Um, the other thing I have is, did you know that Spirit Halloween is being turned into a movie? Spirit Halloween, the the freaking Halloween like pop up store that that you know gets built every October. You're kidding? Me. Yeah, just in like you know abandoned retail. Is it gonna be a horror movie? It's gonna be a horror movie starring Christopher Lloyd, <laughs> and okay. 
It's about a group of kids who think they're too old for trick-or-treating. Yeah. So they decide to spend the night in a spirit Halloween store, but then they try to survive the night because all the animatronics are coming alive and they're all haunted. Mm. And that sounds like B-horror movie yeah. gold to me. A little Willy's Wonderland. There. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I, I, there, There's definitely a, a pattern of animatronics coming to life now because we have Willy's. We got this uh, Spirit Halloween movie coming out, and then uh, Blumhouse is producing the Five Nights at Freddy's games. Have you ever pl- have you ever played those? No. I mean, it's a whole thing. I mean, it's a whole community, but Five Nights at Freddy's. I think I've told you and Mom about it, but it's like you're a janitor in like kind of like a Chuck E. Cheese type joint. So just like Willie's. It is, but like that's what Willie's was based on. 100%. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, because right. this game this game came out like years ago. Just so you know, Willie's Wonderland is a Nick Cage movie. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll be talking about that in the next couple of weeks. Next week, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no. So Five Nights at Freddy's, you play a janitor, and you're you're just trying to survive the night, and you have access to all the security cameras, and you have to check them to make sure that like the animatronics are not trying to come and kill you, but you can't move. You just have to. You just have to keep looking at the uh, the security cameras. <laughs> All right. And I remember playing the first one. I haven't played. There's like six games or something like that. Scary as shit. Because where, where, do, you, where do you play them? Like just you, on Xbox or? Like, oh well, yeah, they're on Xbox, oh, okay. but like they start off as like apps and like PC okay. games. But yeah, you have to try to survive the night, and like the doors are open, so like there's like two doors on either side of your peripheral, and there it's just pure darkness. And if you don't check things in time, one of the animatronics will just pop their head in and just just ear ear like raping like <laughs> scream it's so bad uh i i've never even i didn't even know anything about it yeah but um but no like everyone is excited about that and blumhouse is producing it so it, I, it's just really interesting to see like the animatronic like the evil animatronic like storyline just kind of come to life in like right. movies and stuff so yeah um yeah willies <laughs> yeah I just wish I wish he would have. Oh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. I know it. exactly what you're going to say. I know. I don't know how you have Nick Cage in a movie and he doesn't talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not give Nick Cage one line yeah. of dialogue. Yeah. Anyway, what are you going to do? Um, yeah. Uh, you know what? We never we haven't been talking about music that much. Mm. And for so you've heard? Did you hear all of Eddie Vedder's solo album? Yes. Okay. It's fantastic. Yeah, I went yeah. through uh, the long way. The long way is my favorite one. Yeah, it's it's just so good. It came out what about a month ago or something like that. Ah, maybe. If it did, then time's flying. Yeah. Seriously, uh, I was like, yeah, what the hell? um, yeah. So he has a new album out. Pearl Jam's working on new music. You know that, right? Yes. Yep. Um, we got well, Harry Styles album coming out. What? May yeah, 20? we got a we got a Harry album on May. Holy moly! And that new song, as it was, it's a hit. Yeah. <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, did you watch I, the music video for it? Yeah, uh, no, I have not watched. Music that video yet. was sick. Well, it was awesome. It, yeah, it was hard. really good. I will tell you right now. I know I just jumped from. I'm just kind of looking at stuff here. It, my workout playlist. If you give me, if you give me, a couple Harry Styles songs, Post Malone on the weekend, and then any other Post Malone song, and then Promises, Promises from the '80s. Yeah. If I'm playing that over and over, I'll work out for two hours. I won't oh play it by <laughs> like, I just don't get, like, I'm always energized. I always feel good about what's happening. Yeah. It's just, like, like that combination. You throw me some Harry and Post, and I'm good, man. I'm I good. Well, I was saying last year, I'm like, yeah, 
Post has like a new album coming out. Yeah, that, I, I don't know where it's at. I don't know when he's dropping new music because the last song he, that he did was the one with the weekend. Yeah, that's it, and that, yeah. that's his song with, with featuring the weekend, the, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's his song. It should be on an album at some point, right? I mean, yeah. As far as I know, it's a single. I mean, it is a single. So yeah. that song might be one. Of my, it's one of my favorites. From yeah, him. it's just when that song hits. I just instantly feel good about it. Yeah, they everything. both sound like angels in it's that like song. like staring and has bullet eyes. I always feel good. Yeah, yeah, they must have like talked to each other on the phone. They're like, hey, let's just let's just do our best work yet yeah, or something let's like just, that. Let's just put out a song that is our best. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I'm still hoping for like Post to do like grungy rock oh, something because he, still want him to he do is perfect in that field. That Nirvana special. Yeah, that tribute that he did, it was it was insane. It that was during the pandemic, right? Yeah, because yeah. it was is a fundraiser. Yeah, um, I watched the whole thing, and okay, anybody will say, oh, "Post Malone, just whatever auto tune." No, 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 no. That's He's, what you thought. That's yeah. what you thought before you actually started listening to Post Malone. I remember. Yeah, well, and then but I was open minded to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll, I'll check this guy out. You know, and yeah. uh, but his talent as far as just playing instruments and and just I mean converting over from a pop auto tune guy to just literally rocking out Nirvana. Yeah, for and an just hour. in the most um like just carefree way possible. Yeah. Like you know you can I think Dave Grohl says something about it. Like you could just tell how like raw like he was playing those Nirvana songs. Right, like he yeah. wasn't trying to be perfect. Right. Oh no. I mean Yeah. And I don't what, think anyone is when they're doing rock like that. That's what Dave likes, dude. Yeah. Dave, Dave likes imperfections anyway. So. Yeah. Um yeah, so um that and did you hear about the new uh, grunge supergroup that came out called the Third Secret? Yeah. Oh, is that the one with um, Matt Cameron? Matt Cameron. Yeah. Okay. So Pete uh, for Pearl Jam, a Soundgarden uh, drummer. Um, I always forget. I, I it's hard for me to get this guy's name right. The third guy from Nirvana, Chris Chris Novlasek or whatever his name. Yeah. Is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The third guy from you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's uh he's the bassist for Nirvana, and then that Kim Thiel from Soundgarden. He's the guitarist. He's got the big long beard mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and then a couple other people that I'd never heard of, but they just decided to put put together a group, and then they dropped an album. Like, oh, just like instantly? Yeah, just uh-huh. out of nowhere. Yeah. So <laughs> I was gonna check that out and see what it you know. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, anytime you have that combination, you know, I mean, Matt Cameron's been on played on some of the greatest songs ever. Yeah, literally. Like, yeah. the dude's I like... I mean, Soundgarden and Pearl Jam, are you kidding me? Yeah, literally like a rock legend. Yeah, it's an, and he's so just unassuming. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like... You you could say Matt Cameron to someone, they're like, who? Yeah, I, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. And he looks like a regular dude, and too. He's just, you know... I mean, there's a difference between... Like, er, like everybody knows who Dave Grohl is, right? <laughs> yeah. No, like, if you don't... Yeah, like, yeah, but like people well, just know seriously. what he looks like, like, when you say Dave Grohl. And, like, he's not, like... um like, you know, I've been to Pearl Jam concerts. You've been to, what, one? One. Yeah. Um, you know, when they go around and do their thing, you know, this, this one, this, this one. You know, Matt Cameron on drums, he just kind of he just kind of holds his sticks up. and. Just, I, yeah, <laughs> like I think it's just, I think it's so funny when, um, when band members do that because uh, recently I took pictures for, like, I don't know if I told you about this. Um, I took pictures and video for a K-pop band. Mm-hmm. Like at IU, and they were called uh, Say So Neon. And like before this band started, I'm like, okay, I mean, it's just probably like, you know, they, they, they flew in from Korea mm-hmm. because it was it was part of like this Korea remixed event they had going on for like the like K pop culture, all that right. kind of stuff. But um, 
you know, obviously, obviously I did not know who they were. And I didn't think that they had millions and millions of streams on Spotify before I started taking uh, photos for them. Right. And well, first of all, they rocked out. They were actually, it wasn't like poppy. Like they were, they were rocking out and they had some of the crit, like, like they would. When you say K-pop, what's that mean? I mean, it's just like a genre. It's like Korea pop. Oh, Korea Korean pop. pop. Okay. Yeah. That's not, okay. <laughs> it's I, BTS. Okay. It's, <laughs> okay. It's, yeah. yeah. I don't really get into that too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's Korean pop. But yeah, so they're rocking out and they would have, they, they were the type of band that would, um, you know, like half their song would be like lyrics and like the last two to three minutes of their song would just them just like wailing on the drums, wailing on the, on the guitar. And I'm right. like, oh, this is awesome. Um, but like going back to how like some band members are just like so nonchalant in the middle of songs, like the lead singer was like, okay, this is, you know, this is the drummer. And like, they all like yelled for him and he just go like, he literally just like threw up a peace sign and said, Hey, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, it's like, they don't like look excited about what they're doing whatsoever. Right. And then the bassist did the exact same thing. And he's yeah. like, he looked like he wanted to go home, but, and then he just goes and plays the craziest riff I've ever heard. There's certain there's certain guys who are just up there just rocking out and that's what they do and that's it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, some I feel like some people are just so obsessed with like their craft that they don't even realize that they're playing in front of thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, some people could be, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think they're just like in their they're just in their zone and right. they literally care less about who's standing in front of them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just said seen some of those and, and we really hadn't like talked about any music or anything, but um, yeah, God, I'm, I wonder how long it'll be before Pearl Jam music comes out. Oh my God. Yeah. And then, the, well, and Brandon Boyd had his solo album too. Oh yeah, too. that's right. I haven't listened to that one all the way through. It's more of a, you know, with Brandon, you're going to chill, you know, you're going to get a chill sound. Yeah. He's, and, yeah. He, he, it's a different vibe than what, like, did you listen to the whole thing? Not the whole thing. I, I, I can't even tell you like some of the um some of the like the song titles because like I listen to my car mm-hmm. so I just kind of like let it play through, but um I want new like, I want like new Incubus I don't know when that's gonna happen I don't know what was it, that last album Oh I don't know it's been a while Was it it's Was it been eight? a long time Was it that one with the gold eight on it Um I here I'll look it up Um Well because they're touring again this year and of course. Every band I love is coming nowhere near Cincinnati. <laughs> My God. You what need a go nightmare. See, you need to go see Deftones. The, yeah. Um, hold on here. Fill the air, man. I'm looking, at, air. I'm looking at schedules here. <laughs> I thought at, you were going to look up. No, I'm looking at albums. <laughs> oh, no. All look, you need to do is just look up what Incubus' last album I'm was. just looking at their albums. I'm just looking at all the dates and stuff. I here. think it was eight. It was it was the like the black album cover and it just had like the gold eight on it. It had to have been. God, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was the one with like no fun and uh, familiar faces. Yeah, is that 2017. the last one? Oh my god! Five years ago. Whole yeah, we need new Incubus. That's what we need. We need new freaking Incubus. That's what well, we need. If if Brandon Boyd just put out new solo and they're on tour. I mean, it's not like they're going to be in the studio this summer, so, you know. So, I guess we got to wait a whole nother I mean, year knows, for even a possibility of new Incubus. That's crazy. I didn't. I can't believe it's been that long since yeah, it came out. Yeah, that's been a that's been a while. Good Lord. Yeah, and, uh, well, Pearl Jam, they wrote, uh, or they had Mega, what's it called? What was the last one? Mega. Oh, God. Um, 
was that what it was called? Was it like something Megatron or not Megatron? No, wasn't that Megatron? That's is it the Transformer? Isn't that a Transformer? Yeah, or a Decepticon. My bad. Um, no, your Transformers lore. <laughs> <laughs> lore, I love it. Gigaton, <laughs> Gigaton. <laughs> so it's not Megatron. So Gigaton came out. Remember, they came out like at the beginning of 2020. Pandemic yeah. hits. They were going to tour and promote that and never got to play. They- oh, my God. I literally remember being in a freshman dining hall at IU when I first heard, like, Super Blood Wolf Moon. Super Blood Wolf Moon. Or is it Super I Wolf Blood I Moon? I don't know, but I, it, either way, it doesn't matter. It's a great song. Yeah. No. Oh, my God. That album came out so long ago. Holy moly. Well, and the thing is, that, yeah, it came out two years ago. They've never, they never got to play, go out and play them live. They just... they. It, that it had, is yeah ridiculous to me. I don't even know how to like <laughs> process yeah, that. Yeah. So anyway, um, it's good to have live music back. I'm gonna try to. Uh, oh, you know what? Me and mom. You know who me and mom are gonna see? Have ever been? Who? Oh, I'm doing it, buddy. Who? <laughs> the Backstreet Boys. Are okay. you kidding? Oh my god. <laughs> There's no way that I am missing the Backstreet Boys. Okay. <laughs> Backstreet's back again. <laughs> All right. Okay. And they're back in Cincinnati. <laughs> They are, yeah, I think it's July 26 or something like that. It's a Tuesday. Yeah, I told mom, I, I go, look, I'm going to get tickets for a show because I'm not going to give you the opportunity going, eh, I don't know if I want to go there or not. I'm going, and I'm going to watch Backstreet Boys perform and, do, is... the, and do their little do their little um, choreographed dances that they do <laughs> on stage <laughs> as old men. They're all older than I am. Who, who, is there like a main guy for Backstreet Boys? Because I actually don't know. Is it is that the is that Joey Fatone? Is that who's part no, of it? No, that's in sync, I believe. Right? Oh my God, what? <laughs> what are Backstreet Boys are the ones at the end of This Is the End, when right? They're, when they're in heaven. Well, who's the guy with uh, the? They uh, kind of. There's really no like they kind of all have their equal. Yeah, it's not like in sync with Justin Timberlake. You know, like it's just a yeah, yeah. Wait, Joe. I don't. I don't know. know all their names. Jesus, it's not the. No, Dave I thought that, I thought there was always like one that like I recognize more than others. I'm like, is that? That's the Backstreet Boy, I think. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think there's a the Backstreet. There's boy. not one single Backstreet Boy. No, that... I don't think there's a the Backstreet Boy. So. <laughs> no, I wouldn't know. No, but no, I'm. Uh, I'm just. It's exciting to just have some live music. Just back where I agree. Well, I, you know, like when I saw that K-pop band, I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. Like these guys are insane. I need to go back to like every concert I can. Right. It's like I realized how amazing it was. Well, when me and your mom were watching uh, just some live stuff last night. When I was watching that Dave Matthews, um, oh yeah, along Watchtower, I at that exact moment I was like, I can't believe how much I miss live music right now. Like, yeah, and, and then, especially Dave. Like, I haven't seen Dave in like three years or something like that. Yeah, like and rarity. like what what Dave Grohl said when like we were watching his interview, like what yeah. he said about how you know like live music is just infinitely better. Like that's oh, how yeah. you that's how you're gonna like. If you're a band, if you're a musical artist, that's how you're gonna like succeed more. That's how people are gonna like be. They're gonna like remember you more. Yeah. If, if you see them live, and like there have been so many bands that I've never heard of and I've seen them live. I'm like in my playlist and I I remember them to a T. Well, I mean that's what that's what Dave Matthews Band did. They just toured their asses off and they still they still are one of the well when you can actually tour. They are still they do the most like the most shows like they just go out and they just hit it hard like all summer because one that's what the fans want i mean that's i mean they have like the most i think if you look it up in like in a 10-year span the dave matthews band who doesn't get a lot of radio time mm-hmm. you know, they had they had sold them like the most tickets of any band in a 10-year span it's just insane you know like 
Yeah, um, and but like they would go out from you know they'd start in freaking May and end in September. You know, it's well, like, and I know people who, you know, who love music, right? But they've never been to a live concert, oh, I and, can't I, and I'm I'm telling you, like. It is it is a whole different experience. Can you like, imagine? It just going, is. Can you imagine going your whole life and never seeing a live music? Well, show? and then oh I, my god, I think too because like some people are like, oh like I'd rather not see them live because like I've heard they just don't sound good live. But uh. it's like, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you go on YouTube, depending on who you're watching, if you just like watch like a cell phone video from the crowd right. of like a band playing right. live, it's gonna sound. Awful. Awful. It's gonna sound terrible. It's gonna be moving around. And, yeah, yeah, and like, it's like too loud. So like everything's gonna be like clipping and stuff. But like live music is the way to listen to your favorite musical artist. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, and then and like um, I think Dave Grohl was talking about this on the hot one. That's where he was talking. Yeah, about, that's right? what we were talking about. Like there is, there's that connection. He was saying there's a connection. Like when you're somebody in the stands looking up at another human that is doing what they're doing on the stage, you can you say to yourself, oh my God, it's possible. To- well, I get jealous. <laughs> I get jealous that I'm not the one shredding the guitar on stage. Oh, you know how many years I've wanted to be a rock star? I was like, <laughs> I was like how, how come they get to do this? Right. This is bullshit. I mean, you know how many years I just, I would, I would just envision myself walking out to thousands of people? Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, I mean, like even to freaking like 80 people. Can like, you, I mean, can you imagine the feeling? No, I I couldn't. Of every night of a band like 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 Foo Fighters and Pearl Jam and Dave Matthews, where every night you walk out and there's twenty, twenty five, thirty thousand people staring back at you, just just cheering for whatever you do on stage. Yeah, like Dave said last night, he's a, he burps a lot on the. Uh, by the way, um, if you're not a, if you've never seen Hot Ones, right? That's the Hot Ones. Yeah, Hot Ones, where uh, celebrities or whoever will come on, and they will eat wings and it'll progressively get hotter and then sean evans yep sean evans will um will interview them so it's harder to talk obviously when yeah. you're you know your head your mouth's on fire that but it's the greatest show and sean evans asks, asks great questions but um yeah dave Grohl was just talking about that and it's like it's so it's just it's so true like you yeah just, it is yeah but i just uh like well you know he was talking about he was talking about burping because <laughs> he burped a lot on that show every time he went and he's like, sometimes my I get more cheers for my burps than I do my playing. Yeah, <laughs> like because he'll, he'll burp on stage and stuff. Yeah, and like through the microphone. So, but um, but that's the thing. Like, it's true. Like people will, if they love you, they will cheer for anything. Yeah, you could just stand there and just walk around in a circle, and they'd be like, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. it's a live music is the yeah. way to go. So if you've never seen a live show, go buy the tickets. Yeah, seriously. I mean, it's just, it's like prime example of that is you've never seen Foo Fighters. Yeah, and, I, and, and who then knows Taylor Hawkins. I, yeah, Taylor Hawkins passes away, and now who knows? The entire summer tour has been canceled. I don't, you know, you don't know what the Foo Fighters are going to do if they can make new music, if they want to make new music, or yeah. what. So that was like always one of my things, like. If your favorite band's coming to town, buy the tickets because you yeah. don't know what's going to happen. And it's going to be like the most fun you'll ever. Like it's not going to be a wasted money, you know. And if you don't find it fun, then maybe you're I, just not a fun person. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I it's don't just know. like a, a concert setting is just it's just a beautiful atmosphere. 
sometime. You never know. Right. Y- well, you, you might get some. Not if there's a mosh pit somewhere. Like then that's bad. But, uh, yeah, but choose, like, yeah. Uh, choose your crowd, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you're going, it's a Saturday night, nice summer night, 80 degrees. You know, you're out at the, the outdoor venue watching your favorite band who's not a mosh pitting band. <laughs> yeah. And like. <laughs> I mean, I've been I've been in one mosh pit at Breaking Benjamin and Three Days of Grace. Yeah, but you had fun though. It was crazy. I lost my shoe. Yeah, and I I think uh, I got destroyed. There's a video that like I think you showed it to me a long time. Oh ago. yeah, like I'm I'm in there and I'm like I'm I'm pushing people. Some big dude in a ponytail rocks me. <laughs> like I was like, oh my god, and I I disappear. I, I in the video, I literally just disappeared in the crowd, and you can hear my friends going, "Tristan, where are you at?" <laughs> like, <laughs> and like I just like the camera pans, and I just like show up in the video. Oh my god, but, yeah, uh, I've never mosh pitted. I have no desire to. <laughs> never. Yeah, I don't think my my uh, my groove wasn't uh, mosh pitting. So yeah, yeah and, and you know, I mean, it just kind of it kind of depends. I feel like I would probably do it again, but like I I've been like to some of those like underground like concerts just like in people's basements like yeah. on campus and stuff. Oh yeah. And there's a couple of mosh pits that happen. Like you got to be careful because like you could run into like a a big metal pole that's like in this unfinished basement. You could just end yeah, the night. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's not good, yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. still a good atmosphere. I'm glad that I um, I mean, cause, well, I, I do have. There's some that I didn't get to see that I wanted to. I mean, like you know, I got me and mom went saw Foo Fighters. They happened to be in Cincinnati on a at that small venue which was like a i mean i there would never be a chance to see foo fighters on that small of a stage ever again yeah so i got to see them before you know taylor passed away i got to see stp before scott weiland because in my mind stp is not stp unless scott weiland is involved right um did not get to see lincoln park before yeah neither neither did i (laughs) i was also involved oh my god what year was that that i had i was like in third or fourth grade no maybe. you were older than that because i wouldn't fifth take, yeah you were probably like 12, I, I don't right? think i was in middle school yeah i was it was incubus and lincoln park at the uh at riverbend here in cincinnati yeah and i decided that it was on a school night so i wasn't going to take you <laughs> because my fifth grade homework was uh, because that fifth grade was homework was going to be so important in the future <laughs> good lord and now no more lincoln park <laughs> Yeah. Gone. No. Yeah. That's so. That's a, I'm. That's a I'm glad one. I've. I'm. Uh, you know. I never got to see um, Chris Cornell, which I'm just. I can't believe that. I mean, the guy was in Audio Slave, Soundgarden, had his in, individual stuff, and I never saw Chris Cornell. Like, what the hell? What is? It doesn't have to be the album, but what is the one album that you can listen to where you like don't have to skip a song? Oh shit! It uh, doesn't have to be like the number one, but just one album. I would say Pearl Jam's 10. Uh, yeah, that's up there for me. Pearl Jam's 10. You hit the play button. You can just go about about your day. Like, Yeah, no. <laughs> there's never a time where you go, yeah, I don't want to hear this one. <laughs> well, I mean, that one's crazy, too. It's like, I remember the first time I actually listened to it all the way through. I'm like, this is like Pearl Jam's like legacy in their first album. It's like every song is like the most iconic Pearl Jam song. And I don't know how you can just just crank out bangers like that left and right. It's insane. Um, I always love when I, I get a phone call from a uh, customer at 6.20 on Saturday. <laughs> you got to be shitting me with that. <laughs> God help me. Oh, my God. Oh, please, people, hit the play button. Because <laughs> so I don't get phone calls on Saturday nights from customers about stupid shit. 
Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. yeah, Pearl Jam's ten is um, is just it's just phenomenal. Like, but there's I yeah, I'm not, I that that's just one that stands out. Like I'm sure there's others, but I don't. I can't, oh no, yeah, I can't there's definitely you, others. Yeah, I can't tell you a name. Um, I'm not I'm not really good at that. I just happen to know like that's just one that sticks out. But yeah. I'm not. Like I've been a Dave Matthews fan for you know twenty five plus years. Been to I don't even know hundred shows maybe. Mm-hmm. I can't. I can. I couldn't name certain albums. You could. Yeah. yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Like I, it would be hard for me to go back and think of a. Sorry. And hell, sometimes I'm out there just rocking and rolling. I don't even know the words of some of the songs. You know. Oh no, I still don't. Well, a lot of people, they just like are able to pick up. On, Natalie. On just lyrics right away. I'm Aunt like, Natalie. I have no clue what they're saying at all. Aunt Natalie can just like, when it comes to that, like, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I just don't get it. Cause like, I'll listen to certain songs, especially Pearl Jam songs. Yeah. I'm like, Eddie better is not speaking English. Like right now. Like there's no <laughs> way he is. Cause I, I listen to it and like, and you know, it would probably take me like five seconds to go look at the lyrics while listening to the song, but I never do that. Right. So I'm just like, Oh, oh he's just making a noise. So <laughs> that's, yeah. I'll just, I guess I'll just make the same noise that he is. When you, you know, he gets a lot of, uh, he gets a lot of crap the way he sings, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, but um, I don't know why I, yeah, his voice is amazing. Even at what mid fifties now, his voice is still, his voice is as strong as it ever has been. And yeah. the guy still smokes and he drinks wine on stage and like, <laughs> and that's, you know, that's supposed to mess up your voice and stuff. And, uh, I mean, I, I, at least I think he still smokes when I've seen him, but, um, but when, like, me and Mom saw Pearl Jam in Wrigley Field in 2018, which was like, oh, my God. Probably one of the best concerts. I mean, just for the everything involved. Like, yeah. I'm inside Wrigley. I'm standing on the field because we had seats down, you know, and Pearl Jam was playing. And, but it was just, you know, just three hours. And, of course, all the bands that I like, they don't give you little pissant hour-and-a-half shows, you know? I mean. Yeah. No, it's a commitment. They're there for the fans. Like yeah. concerts I go to, you know, Dave's three hours, Foo Fighters three hours, Pearl Jam's three hours. I mean, it's just they're they're not going to give you an hour and a half and be like, hey, well, good night, thanks for spending the hundred dollars on the ticket. You know? Yeah, so, no, it's kind of hard for me to to kind of go to a a concert that's oh I I an hour and a half or less. Like it's, it kind of just seems like oh what do you what's going on here? I still remember going to the Black Keys. Which they're a great band. There's only two of them, right? So yeah. that's a that's a lot to to do. It was an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was Natalie that took me because it was a long time ago. She took me like for my birthday or something. And I looked at her when it was over, and I'm like, "Is it done?" <laughs> and she's like, "I think so." And I remember going, "Dave takes longer pisses after his show than that." <laughs> like I just don't I don't know what to do with an hour and a half. Like you know, yeah, I don't. It, it seems like an hour and a half is like the warm up and then like that last hour and a half is like, let's go. Dave Matthews encores are like 30 minutes. Yeah. Like they'll come out and, and that'll be like two songs. They'll jam out two 15 minute songs to the end it off. And you know, all along the watchtower I'll be playing and it's just like, you know, 15 minutes of just going crazy. Yeah. You know, I, it's just, um, I don't know, but I, so I, I pick and choose how I spend my money on concert tickets. <laughs> yeah. I, when we go see Deftones in May, I hope to God it's like over an hour and a half. Cause like they have, I think they have an unlimited amount of songs. Well, they've sometimes been I'm like, Oh, I didn't know Deftones made this song. They've been around what? Mid nineties. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I mean, mean they, they've been, yeah, they, they have s- 
so many albums, so many songs, and like, have you ever heard their cover of uh, Simple Man by Leonard Skinner? I don't know. Because I... I'm I'm sorry if I'm a sinner, but I kind of prefer it more than the original <laughs> really? Simple Man. Yeah, it's just I must it have, just fits my style. I think. Yeah, but I don't. I maybe I mean because there's been a lot of a lot of um, like, covers of that. Yeah. You know, so I'll have to check that one out. So. Yeah, it's really good. I don't think I've heard that before. It's it's sick. Well, I bet because when that when it's so funny because Deftones was not one that fit into my you know when I was 90s and you know your age which is crazy they're very they're they're that new new metal and you metal grunge and like um yeah but what's yeah, like, whatever you, like I, I really never listened to him and then you got into him and you're like oh Deftones and I started listening to him. I was one day I was working out listening to him I'm like oh my yeah no <laughs> like, they uh they yeah. well the I they were in that era of like Lincoln Park and stuff because like they had that kind same mid nineties, right? yeah, yeah. Like, mid nineties yeah. to like early two thousands, and they, you know, like the the frosted tips, like that that era of like rock music, you know. Right. But um, as far as like their music goes, it's like it's like a what do you what is that margarita? <laughs> Why'd you look at it like that? Does it look like? It looks like it's settling down there, doesn't it? What's going on? <laughs> looks like urine. What? What? What's settling down there? I don't know. Oh boy. Anyway, um, no, but like a straw. Yeah. <laughs> nice bendy straw. I'm not gonna use this pencil. Here. Ew. Oh, I just, not the eraser shavings in the got, margarita. It's never been used. We're good. We're good. Hey, it's Saturday. It's cocktail time. <laughs> what was I saying? Um. Oh my god. No, like Deftones, their music is like the same way I feel about Tool. Mm. It's like it's like a audible like drug. It's like it's like, oh my god, when I'm listening to like Tool or Deftones, I am just focused. Yeah, Tool and Tool's uh they're one known for the claymation videos, right? Yeah. Oh that's my all their god. music videos. Yeah. I remember a few years ago I, I had taken like T V out on the, you know, porch and stuff and I was sitting out there. And it was obviously a few years ago because I, I was partaking in the cocktails a lot more back then. <laughs> I don't I don't do that as much now, but um, but I remember I put tool videos. I started watching tool videos on YouTube. So I'm sitting outside, darkness all around me, and I'm just watching. And I just literally just oh. went, it went into this like it's gnarly. Just couldn't take my eyes off the TV. I was like, what is going on? You know, like, yeah. But um, that's when I'm. I'd like to see tool on concert too. Yeah, Tool would be insane. And they, like, uh, I don't know if you saw this. They just started, like, remastering some of their songs and, like, releasing them. I think they did two of them. I, I couldn't tell you what the songs were because they're, they're like, an alien language sometimes. Like, right. I don't even know how to, like, pronounce some of their song titles. But um, they released a couple songs, and it was, like, this song, version two. And it was, like, an original song that they just, like, they remade, but it wasn't quite the same as it was before. Kind of added some stuff, maybe. Or? Yeah, it's really? like it's it's the same, but it's different. I'm like, only Tool would decide to like take two of their older songs and just decide to make it different. Um, what is that video of the drum solo? What's that song? Remember where they, when the oh, camera? Oh God, the cameras. Yeah. Is, We've got the uh, Celtics jersey on. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't even know. It's, it's a his, crazy song. It goes on for he drums forever. Yeah. Like he his drum solo is it's like. 12 minutes long or something. Well, that, like that last album they put out, I'm pretty sure there's a song there that's like 20 minutes. Well, and but I'm just talking about the drum, that drum yeah. solo. It's just, I've never seen the thing, anything like 
that long. And just, yeah, no, I. It's insane. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, good, good music. <laughs> yeah, we finally got our music uh, yeah. side of the podcast. Did in. you have more? Were you, did you have actually? What I think, what I really want to talk about is the Stranger Things four trailer because we just watched it and Woo! we definitely need to talk about it because a lot going on. I know ever since like I think it was like after season two. Yeah, I think COVID came around. I really don't know what happened, but like after a while, it just kind of seemed like they were taking a little bit too much time in in between seasons. And like me and you were like, oh, like the kids are getting a little older and it's like, it's just not the same. Right. You know, because like we, me and you fell in love with like, you know, Mike and Dustin and all of them just being like little kids trying to fight evil. Well, we'll just, let's just recap. Okay. We'll we'll start with the first, well, we're not going to do the whole thing, but. I remember it was a weeknight mm-hmm. when we first watched Stranger Things. It comes out on Netflix. Yeah. And it was right down my alley for, you know, 80s. One of the first originals, too, yeah. on Netflix. I mean, 80s, set in the 80s, right? Just uh, kids wanting to do things, you know. Yeah, and it, riding their bikes. Yeah, riding their bikes around town and then, you know, trying to figure things out and stuff. But I remember we watched one episode and we both were like, oh. Oh, no, it's a game changer. I'm like, there's no way people still like, there's no way people are making this right now. Right. And then um, the music. Oh, my God, the music. Yeah. The opening title. I was like, this can't be real. Yeah. And then when they're riding their bikes home from playing their board game and, you know, that I just it's so good. It just took me back. Like that was kind of like when I was a kid, you know, anyway. Yeah. um, Riding my bike around Mitch. I mean, it's almost the same. Like, like. Yeah. And they're in Hawkins, Indiana. So, I mean, it is Indiana. It's a small town. It is you. Yeah. Minus the aliens. Yeah. (laughs) You never know. There could have been aliens. Um, Might have been. Um, Or the Demogorgons, whatever. The upside down. Whatever. Whatever. But um, war. But yeah. And then. um, Yeah. But you're right. Like. Season two, season three, we're like, oh God, this isn't. I don't know if this older kid thing's working. Well, and you know, because of that, it's like. You know, the attention definitely, the focus shifted from the kids to the other characters, which was like, it was still fine, you know, because it was about 11. Um, It was about Dacre, you know, Billy, Mm -hmm. uh, Dacre Montgomery. I actually just learned how to pronounce his name before this podcast because I did not want to get it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, how do you say his name? Uh, Yeah, so Dacre Montgomery, like, Billy was a great character through both seasons. Like, he's fantastic. But, like, yeah, it's just, we thought that, it just wouldn't be the same as the kids got older. Yeah. But this, this new trailer season four looks insane. I mean, and they use that journey song then, and they, yeah. they redid the version of it to make it, Oh my God. It was, isn't it funny how the perfect song can change everything? I mean, it's kind of a good segue because, Oh yeah. I mean the, the song in the trailer is what makes the whole thing happen yeah it gives it it gives it that like that epic feeling yeah but then it gives it like some darkness to it yes but uh there's a lot going on a lot going on in season four yeah and like you know before the trailer came out i i was always like reading things like season four is going to be like the closest thing that stranger things has been to like a horror movie right yeah and i'm like well i mean it, it always was but like it always had like a more like you know um, like it wasn't like horror based, like it, it was, but it wasn't. And it was more like this John Hughes, like comedy type feel. I right, feel like, yeah. Uh, just kind of like appreciating the eighties, but now it's like raising the stakes, 
there is this insane villain called Vecna. That's his name. The Vecna? Yeah, the villain at the end. With the all the arms. With all the arms. That yeah. is like the the big boss of the upside down. It's the main guy. And who's who's playing the uh, the the guitar? I think it's a new character. I don't know. I I was trying to figure see, that out. See, I didn't too. know if that was since we couldn't see it. In the upside down world, mm-hmm. if it's one of the main characters, I, I, I don't know because there was a shot where he, uh, where that guy with the long black hair, he was like actually just in the real world, mm-hmm. but it was like really quick. So I think it's someone new. But see, because I figured like in the when they when you're in the upside down world, you can be, like maybe you're somebody that you want to oh, be. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking maybe like is that Steve? Is Steve? Oh my god, I would. <laughs> You know, like, is Steve the one with the just rocking out the guitar and stuff? Yeah, you know? I have no idea. It's all speculation at this point. Yeah, but. that'd be cool. But, you know, it's moving so fast in the trailer. But, yeah, I'm pumped about that one. That's yeah, it just looks insane. I, I appreciate the whole horror vibe they're going yeah, for. Are they doing, like, an Ozark? Are they doing two parts? Yeah, I think that's what it said at the Volume 1 yeah, and Volume right? 2. And I think there's still Season 5 coming. Oh, they are? I think I think they're going to do these, these two volumes, and I think Season 5 is it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I thought I saw the two, two-parter two thing. Um, but I love how the main villain, it's all prosthetic effects, which is just perfect because they're, you know, they're appreciating the 80s. It's amazing. Um, a little fan theory. So uh, Dacre Montgomery, the guy who plays Billy, on his Instagram, he posted a photo like months back of him. It was a really dark photo. There was like barely any light. It was him laying on like a what do you call it? Like on just like some bed Mm -hmm. and there was a bunch of makeup artists putting body paint on them. And it looked very similar to that, that Vecna. Oh really? Yeah. So a lot of people think it's Billy. All right. Well, no theories, (laughs) no theories. Um, but also too, I I was wondering, I mean, I don't know if it's Billy, maybe it could just be like, like the actor playing that just to still be a part of the show. But then he got Robert England in the show too. Yeah. I don't Wise. know going, Yeah, I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. He he just seems like a disgusting old man who lives I, w- I wonder if he like w- owns that house or something like that. I don't know. Any stranger thing fans out there? Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> Anyone? No. Just us? Okay. Huh. All right. Yeah. It's just this is like an underground show you guys probably don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. Is any, kinda... So are we taking calls today or No, I don't think so. I didn't <laughs> tell any, I didn't even tell anyone. <laughs> You did, you did did you tweet out the number? No, God no. <laughs> right. I, I would I would get so many just like oh I'm so afraid to put my number out on like the web. It would like it'd be instantaneous. Like well, I told you what the guys on Sunny did right. They yeah they occasionally they'll do a call in podcast. Yeah, I love it too because they're I told you they're um the the format started out with them starting from season one episode one and review and just basically basically talking about every episode and now they've gotten to the point where I, sometimes I don't even talk about an episode <laughs> they're just they're just chatting it up on there yeah but they will uh, God those guys are great um but yeah now they're they'll do it sometimes all three of them will tweet out a number to call in and then you can when they're f- when they're recording the podcast the people can call in talk to them they had a contest the other day to see if people knew more about Sonny than they did. Yeah. And I think there was one guy, one person, maybe it was a girl. I don't know. It was one person that um, actually got all three answers right and yeah. beat them, but nobody else was able to answer all three answers. It's actually so yeah. funny. Yeah. Imagine not knowing about what you create, you yeah. know? No, no, they, no, the, the people calling in yeah. didn't know, but only one person 
Yeah. Oh they, yeah, I know. Yeah. But like, imagine like yeah. you know, you you create a show and someone yeah. else knows more about the oh, show they, that you created. Yeah, than they you. Uh, they there was some stuff they they didn't know. <laughs> I mean, think about it. What their season sixteen? Yeah, that last season it was too short. So, I wanted to keep going. So the gr- <laughs> the girl that works for them, who's like their engineer, she's the one that had all the questions, and she'd be like, "Okay, this question comes from season three, episode five, you know, and like, and there were people like, boom, they oh, would I can never, instantly, I mean. That's a lot of that's a lot of sunny. That's a lot of sunny. There's a lot of sunny. Yeah. yeah, and it was so funny because you know you'd hear Glenn be like, "I don't remember that at all." <laughs> he spoke the words probably. He's got. He no probably idea. wrote part of it. You yeah. Know? Like, so, yeah, it's so good. So they're so fun. Um, do you want to do? Or do you have anything else? Or did you want to do? Uh, what we got here? Carp- huh? You want to do Carpenter list that we're gonna do? We're actually gonna talk about the Catman. That's what we're gonna talk about. Catman. I don't know. Okay. Um. No, I oh, I actually don't know anything about this, but did you know there's going to be a Ted show? A Ted show? Yeah, this is I I didn't do any research you on mean the this. movie Ted? Yeah, the movie Ted, Seth MacFarlane. Is he doing it? Oh yeah. Is it going to be his voice? Yeah, I'm it's Ted. Okay. But right. the, no no Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, this is the only thing I know about it, so we don't have to keep going. I just want to okay. hear your thoughts, but it's a Ted it's a show about Ted, but it's right it's right after he started to not be famous anymore. So uh, what's Mark Wahlberg's character's name in the movie? Johnny. Yeah, Johnny. It's when Johnny's like like 16. And oh, then no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's 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 going to be in that time okay, frame. As long as, as long as McFarlane's involved? Yeah. In that voice? Well, see, like, I don't know how. Yeah. He'd you can't make it. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely going to be a part of it. Yeah. I mean, but I could also just be speculating, so. And as long as it's rated R. Yeah. I, I'm I'm assuming it's gonna be like how a, can you, you can't make a Ted yeah it has to be right and make it PG thirteen yeah I'm I'm assuming it's gonna be like that would almost be like making Deadpool PG thirteen yeah Am I which correct? they should not do yeah Marvel blah 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 um yeah I thought well is Ted on HBO Max like is the actual Ted movie on HBO Max I think that's an HBO deal so I mean if it's on HBO Max that show is it'll be you well know. you know whatever I'm not gonna get into that but like. As long as it's those things are happening, I'm all in. Yeah. Because the Ted movies, the shit that comes out of that teddy bear's mouth is some of the greatest stuff on film. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> and that Boston accent, Johnny. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's going to be the same thing. And I think it's going to be Ted dealing with the fact that, you know, he's not the shit anymore. And so it's it's the beginning of him going down that road of drugs and all, oh <laughs> all that crazy stuff so that's been good. happening in the ted world so. what a, what a concept that he came up with for that it's so good yeah and then uh the last thing i have okay just for like movie news go ahead um josh brolin was almost casted as batman in Zack snyder's i batman. just read a little blurb about that but yeah i didn't go too deep into I, it. yeah i just want to hear your thoughts on that because he said that it would have been i don't think it would have been what ben affleck's batman right. was but um, it would have been like a more old raspy Batman, which I kind of like. I really enjoy because there's a whole comic storyline where Bruce is really old. He's an old man, and it's uh, well, I don't know if it's comics, it's a show, but Batman Beyond. It's like someone else takes the Batman, you know, title, and it's set in the future, and then he Bruce is like really old. So I thought it was interesting. Well, first of all, it, one, it would have been Zack Snyder. Yeah, true. And two, Josh Brolin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, check and check. I mean, it I it would have been fine. 
Yeah, yeah. I, I was just when I heard that, I'm like, I wonder, like, would he? I just, I'm very like curious about what that would have been, because I don't think he would have just would have been a more, you know, just an, because um, like I don't, th- I think it would have been more grounded, just an, you know, yeah, yeah. Just, a, just a more worn down. I don't think he would have been destroying thugs and stuff. No. I think he definitely would have been more just like laid back, but also like very broken by the life. Um, right. That he lived as Batman. I mean, he's still going to be Batman, but just a little bit more weathered. Yeah. You know, just weathered. <laughs> so. Yeah. And then with all that, uh, uh, Warner Media, you know, discovering Warner Media, they, they merged in like a $43 billion, you know, deal. But they're doing like a DC overhaul now. So they're looking for someone to lead the DC universe like Kevin Feige is with the, the MCU. Mm-hmm. They're just like going full in on DC content. And uh, I don't really agree with this quite much. They want to revitalize characters like Superman, which I'm like, you don't need to revitalize. Here's the problem with the whole Superman thing. It's like everyone forgot about character development because everyone's like, oh, Superman isn't supposed to snack, uh, snap people's necks. Like he's supposed to be about hope. It's like, well, it's almost like he just became Superman and he's trying to figure some stuff out. Right. So like no one no one gave that Superman a chance to like prove himself. Or maybe he was on Earth long enough that the humans Yeah, he realized he got on his nerves. Yeah. And he's like Well, I mean he killed Zod. Well he was trying to help humans. Right. But Well there's also humans <laughs> you know. There's also humans that want to hurt him. So <laughs> that's true. If you snap a few necks, Superman go right ahead, buddy. Yeah, just take out the <laughs> anger. Um Yeah, so they want to revitalize characters like that. They want more D C projects like Joker. Right. Which would be fantastic. So like a lot, a lot more movies like Joker and probably the new Batman. They're still do. Are they still doing the Joaquin Joker? Another one. Um, no. actually, with Joker two, well, I I told you a while back that like, um, I had heard that Todd Phillips like he I, he's not connected with the new Joker, the Joker sequel in any way. Made his billion and got out. Well, I mean, yeah, and and he also made what he wanted to make. Right. Like he was fulfilled, and now they're trying, you know, just to squeeze more money out of it but here's the thing Todd Phillips is a genius and he made that Joker and without Todd Phillips apparently they've been having a lot of script trouble of course they have yeah Yeah. because it's like that movie was it was a complete story like they wasn't meant to have a sequel so don't try to force a sequel it was it was it was perfect yeah it's a perfect movie yeah I mean it was just um it was just you know it shed light on art the society even though it was you know, years back, you know, yeah. upset in the eighties, right? Yeah. Um, but it shed light on society and how, you know, we're not looking in the right places and that's why things go wrong. And yeah, but yeah, Todd Phillips, I, it's an absolute shame. We won't get too far on this, but it's an absolute shame that Todd Phillips, we will know, we'll no longer get good comedy from Todd Phillips. Yeah. I mean, and the whole Joker movie was just kind of like a reflection of how he like sees comedy now. You know? Well, I mean, he jumped shit because he's like, I can't, you know, I can't make the hangover anymore. Yeah. I can't do that, which is sad that we can't make a film that is funny that, oh, it says things that other people don't like. I yeah. Mean, I mean, well, everyone just kind of forgets that they're it's just called comedy people. It's called comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, that's just the joke. No one was laughing at the Joker's jokes. So he decided to kill some people, right? Yeah. you know, just laugh at people's jokes and they won't kill talk show hosts. Yeah. You know, is Clarky coming in? Is he? You're not going to pick up any sound. Yeah, you Clarky. Can't. I don't know. I thought I heard him. Nope. 
You know, we, I keep it open sometimes. When we're it, was talking, the, so. it was the cat, man. And mom's still at the airport, so. Um, um, but yeah, no, and then uh, they're also, they're just trying to fix the lack of incoherent creative and brain strategies. So, I don't know. I think it's going to be cool for DC. I think there's going to be a lot I mean, more. We'll see what happens. I don't, <clears throat> I don't have a lot of trust in the DC people. Like, well, I mean, that's why the merger is so big because. Because the Discovery, it's Discovery, right? Discovery yeah. Because Discovery Plus and HBO Max are going to become one streaming service. Really? Yep. They've, they've been there. That's what they're going to do with that. They're not going to have oh, two separate streaming services. Interesting. Just become one. Yeah. Um, so like all the stuff that's on discovery, ghost adventures. Oh or, or, yes. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff will be, I don't know when that's going to happen. I don't know how, what they're going to call it, but, uh, but I think the guy, am I right on this? The guy from discovery plus because of the merger, he's the one taking over and Bo- he, he's the one who's a fan of, Zack Snyder and yeah, the, don't quote us on this, but no. that that sounds very familiar. No, I'm pretty what. sure what I read, like it, that with that murder, he's they they want more of that, you know. Well, and you know when they're doing an overhaul <clears throat> of just DC content in general, like they're just gonna make DC content. So like they'll probably have this DC stuff over here. They'll probably have Snyderverse over here, and then you'll have this other right. corner of DC. So it's like. You know, everyone everyone is happy. Right. I think that's what's going to happen with DC. Yeah. So, all right, let's get into Carpenter. A little Carpenter, Carpenter list. All our top five John Carpenter movies. Yeah. So what we're going to do? We'll do we'll do this from time to time. We're going to pick our favorite director, actor, writer, whatever you whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, or we just got a, we got a lot of them. topic. Yeah. Um, so today, we're we've each picked our top five. John Carpenter directed movies. Yes. Okay. Um, we'll give a little bit of our of why or you know this and that, but um, yep. So yeah, who, who you want to start? You want me to start? You go first. Oh boy, we're starting with number five, right? Yeah, number five. My list. Number change. five up. We actually did this on our technical difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> we and uh, but then we scratched it until now. So. Um, Okay, so my top five, and you revamped your top oh, five. Oh, mine's totally different. Okay. Yeah, mine's totally different. I will say I almost changed mine because... You might, because I was changing mine as we were talking about no, it last time. No, no, I'm, I'm sticking. I, I think I like mine. Um, but I did, oh my God, dude. Assault, Assault on Precinct 13 was on TV the other day. Did you watch, yeah, so you watched it again? God, what a, what a picture. <laughs> yeah, and his first, picture. Mo- his first movie, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's just the, mu- oh, the music, I mean... It's, well, it was a big thing because... The little girl dies. Yeah, they he, kill a little, he, they kill a kid. Yep, yeah. killed a kid anyway, on screen. So that's not. That's my. That was. I'm going to tell you. Assault on pre, that came in at number six. Okay. It, okay. Didn't, make, it didn't make the list. Yeah. You know, but it was close because I was watching that. I'm like, God, this is a good. This is a good movie. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Number five. Yep. It's, it was a shock to you the first time I said it. It's still a shock. Yes. 1978's Halloween. Unbelievable. Okay. I, don't, I still don't understand why. But. Well, it's the it's the five. It's it's out of it's not out of it's not. My horror movies. I, I know. Mean, it's like, it just fits into the John Carpenter movies, right? So, but yeah. Halloween, which is, you know, what started, started all of it, you mm-hmm. know, for Michael Myers and, you know, probably my favorite slasher. Yeah. Um, but Halloween comes in at number five uh, for me. Love it. Do you know, look, one little tidbit. Do you, I think you know this. The scene where he is behind the bushes, right? Mm-hmm. And she runs, it's like, the the girl what's the black haired girl's name I forget um, her name um oh uh, no no it's not Lindsay Annie 
Yeah, the da- the the daughter of the sheriff. Yeah. 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 Annie. yeah. When she runs up, right, and and he's not there, and then she leaves, and then the sheriff scares. Yeah. You know, um, Jimmy Lee Curtis. Uh, so <laughs> you can see John Carpenter's cigarette smoke. Oh yeah. Yeah. So in that scene, if you're looking closely, when they're having that scene, all of a sudden you'll see you'll see a little bit of smoke fly through the scene. Yeah. And that's because John Carpenter was when he was directing the movie, he was just smoking cigarettes. <laughs> just doesn't does it's not so care. It's so good. It's so good. Well, it's also I think it may be the same scene, but like when um uh when Lori's walking away, uh-huh. I think you can see a crew member in the back on one of the front porch. Oh, on the sure. front porches, yeah, yeah. Because if you look up, if you get on IMDb and look up, um, like what do you call it, like goofs? Yeah, you know, I got. There are so many. Like there, there's everything from, um, like, the way they did the dates from when Michael was a child to when he was in the, you know, like it didn't even match up with how old they said he was. <laughs> uh, they, um, like, because um, he's not human. Yeah, and then. Um, what was the other? Uh, what was the other big goof? Oh my god! Anyway, so there's a there's a lot of them that go on there, but that I love that smoke. I smoke. know. I, I watch it. I I see it every you time. See the I'm smoke like, across there. I'll be like watching with Jordan or something. I'm like, look, yeah. look, 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 look. Oh, oh, the the one I love is the fact that it's you know it's supposed to be in Haddonfield, Illinois, in the fall. And you see the palm trees? No, and the and the trees because they're in California, right? And yeah. the trees are just as green as they can be in the yeah. fall. And then all of a sudden you'll see you'll see out of the camera view you'll just you can tell somebody just took leaves and threw. They threw leaves as somebody was walking down the sidewalk. It's so good. Yeah, I mean, I think. Hey, well, the budget was nothing on that. I mean, like. Yeah, know, if yeah. you know, like as a as a low budget filmmaker myself, right. I look at Halloween and be like, well, if you can sort of franchise from this, exactly. I think I think we can figure it out. Exactly, it's so good. So, um, okay, number four. Well, hold on. Wait. Oh, my number five. Oh, you're gonna do your number five. Yeah. God. All right. Sorry. Thought it was my just... number five. Um, okay, you may or may not. Uh, agree with me on this one. My number five is Escape from New York. So you're giving me shit about Halloween yeah. being number five, and you put Escape yeah. from New York. Number so one. I I have Escape from New York All right. at number five. Go ahead. You know, I think my re- I don't really know what my reasoning is for all this. I think it's just Gotta like have a, a reasoning. I know. Okay. <laughs> Out of, I, no, I'm not changing. I'm not changing. I'm not changing. Out of the rest of the movies I put above it, I think it just, it's like a pure action star. Like Kurt Russell, like Snake Plissken just fits in with that like classic 80s action star. Right. But in terms of just like content and stuff, I, I, there's just like not a whole lot going on in terms of like the other movies I picked. So that's okay. just where I put it at the end. Right. At and number we won't, five. And we won't like... Obviously, I think our list is going to be pretty similar, so we won't rehash things. When well, I, and also, well, when also too, them. it's like I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to compare. Well, I am at the same point. God, this is like the hardest thing I've ever done in my entire <laughs> life because it's like, well, because John Carpenter is one of your favorite directors. Well, you're. It's like I feel like I should be. I feel like I'm like forced to say something bad about Escape from New York, and that's why I'm putting it at number five. But you it's like no, it. It I'm just five. saying, yeah, no, it's top five. It's a it's a beautiful movie. Right. But that's just where it's at in right. my list. I right. think there's just like there's just a lack of certain things that are in the next four movies that Escape from New York doesn't quite have, I guess. All right. So my number four, the thing. Ugh. Hey, you just keep you just said you just <laughs> you just justified why you hadn't added a five. So. Uh, okay, I'll shut up. Yeah. The thing, um, Kurt Russell. Yeah. 
Creedy. Yep. What a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. It's just like that perfect early 80s. It's like the monsters are just gray, you know, the aliens and everything. It's just so, everything's so good. You yeah. Know? Like, um, I just, I just love the feel of it. It's just being secluded and in the middle of nowhere. And, and it's just like minus a hundred out where they're at. It's just, you know. Yeah. Um, and I love the grand scope of the spaceship. I always forget about that sometimes. Yeah. I love how big the spaceship is in the ice that they find. It's enormous. Yeah. And when the, was it the doctor? When they, like, doctor, how long do you think it's been here? And he's like, I'd say about a thousand years. And you go, a thousand years? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there it is. There and it is. They've the, been flying around for a while. Well, the crazy thing about, like, what I love about the whole spaceship thing is because, you know, like, and then, like, when McCready, like, goes into the tunnel, like, there's, like, that, that smaller UFO-looking thing that yeah. the doctor's been working on. Yeah. But it's, like, you look at the alien in the thing, like, you know, the thing. Right. But it's, like, why is that thing flying spaceships? Right. Like, that just looks like a flesh-eating monster. Yeah. Like, there's no way that thing is intelligent. Yeah. And I love how it just takes on the, you know, it just it just takes on a being. Like, and yeah. it doesn't it doesn't present itself until... The other people Until it find it. Well, I guess it is intelligent, you know, because yeah. it, yeah. it, it does disguise itself. It disguises itself. And the thing about it I love is it disguises itself in something that's actually smaller than what it is. Yeah. Like, because it disguises itself in the dog first. Yeah. Right. And then it becomes this huge monster. Yeah. But then it leaves, it scurries out, and then it gets into a human. And then, you know. <laughs> Who done it? Yeah. So, yeah. So, number uh, number four, the thing for me. All right. Okay. My, my number four. Mm-hmm. Is the one and only beautiful Christine. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. All I'm going to say music is the cherry on top of this just perfect film where he, John Carpenter, figured out a way to make a car scary. Yeah. And I think that is very hard to do. But, like, I mean, after watching it so long, it's not really scary to me. I think it's just more fun watching Christine kill all the bullies and stuff like that. I was just watching this morning. Yeah, we were both. Yeah, I popped yeah. in. Um, but yeah. music takes all. I, it's got some of Mike, the best acting, too. Let me let me just clarify something here, too. When when I say I was just watching it, like, because people, I think people might be wondering, how the hell are you sitting down watching all of this content? I just put stuff on. Yeah, and that's all Like, it is. I had Christine when I was working out. If I'm going to sit at my desk, I'll put a movie on and I'll watch it. You know, like, I'll just have it on in the background that I've seen a thousand times just because I want the I want the sound of it. Yeah. Um. So, no, we're not just sitting around <laughs> just for 12 hours a day watching yeah, movies. Yeah, taking notes. Yeah, so, no, anyway. It's, it's, it's a lot of built-up mental yeah. notes. Yeah, I we, we watch our favorite movies a shit tons. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Uh, music takes all. It's got it's got some of, like, the best acting throughout, like, all of his, like, the guy who plays Arnie is just, I love watching him go from a nerd to just an absolute bastard. Yeah, take your and, mitts off me, motherfucker. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, be- the literally one of the best scenes. The, the Ever first, in a horror movie. The first time you see Arnie, he's tripping over his own feet. He's he's walking through puddles of water. He's dropping his the trash. His mom's handing him lunch. <laughs> yeah. And then literally after he gets the car for what two weeks, something like that. Like he's walking out with hands in pocket, shirt open he's a got, little bit. He's got the girl. Yeah. And then he's just choking his dad out. Yeah. <laughs> so listen good. here, Mister. Yeah, and then you've all- disrespected us one too many times. <laughs> Your- <laughs> and then on top of all that, it's just one of 
one of the best Stephen King adaptations by far. Oh, absolutely. So. It's hard. Like uh, the poor Stephen King's books has not always had the best. Yeah. We should do that one time. Top oh, Stephen absolutely. King movies. I just yeah. watched Salem's Lot the other night yep. on the, with David Soul. Yep. Hutch from Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> um, might get into some of that later. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I turned that on. God, that was great. It made me feel like I was a kid. We just sat down on a Friday night watching TV. Like, yeah. Having Salem's Lot The TV on. movie. Yeah, we just had it on. Like, I just put it on. I found it on Tubi. And uh, three hours. Yeah. Because it was like a little mini series. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, so anyway, like it was just like so good. Yeah. yeah. Same thing as it. Cause the vampire. It, oh my God, the vampire. Yeah, yeah, vampire looks so good. So, okay. So you had Christine for number four. Mm-hmm. My number three. Yep. We got more Kurt Russell coming at you. Yeah. Big Trouble, <laughs> Little China. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a picture. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. It's it's just phenomenal. What is he uh <laughs> what's what's Kurt say when he's driving his truck? When he's giving a he's trying to give like little uh where he's talking on the C V. God, you think I would know, you know? Um, like Oh my god. Oh god, I you know what? I should have went back and watched it. Well it's hard to it's nowhere to be. I know I'm I'm telling you right now after my list, I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. It pisses me off. I can't get stuff on streaming services sometimes. Um, Oh when he talks about cash and checks or something. Remember that line where he's Oh god, yeah, he says something he well he references himself in the third person. Yeah, yeah. And there's something about the Pork Chop Express. Yeah. That's his that's his truck's name. Anyway, but yeah. Uh big trouble. It's just so good. I mean, you've got old Kung Fu guys flying through the air, kind of like in Mortal Kombat, you know, which I would say Mortal Kombat probably got yeah. influence from Big Trouble, I would think. Trust me, you'll get you'll get my two cents. I mean, a little same bit. hats and everything. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but uh, just uh, freaking Kurt Russell. I mean, is, is he just not a national treasure? <laughs> I mean, the guy, the guy is just so good, especially at that time, and the way he like would go from. Escape from New York to the thing to big trouble where he's playing just a big old goofball. Yeah. That thinks he's important, but he's really not. Right. I mean, he's just not. No. Yeah. It's, it's, it's gold. Yeah. So number three, big trouble in little China for me. Uh, number three for me is little Mikey Myers across the street. Halloween. All right. So we kind of talked about that right in the middle because without, Without Michael Myers, I don't think John Carpenter would be the director that he became. Well, that's I, what, yeah. That was yeah, it. I think it's very, very important to his career. Huge hit. Huge hit. Um, it's just a flat-out classic. It's my favorite slasher, but like, I I wouldn't be okay with myself if I put that at number five. So it just, it belongs. What are you, what are you saying? It's, it's Halloween. <laughs> it's Michael. It, it belongs right in the middle. I don't care how, how good any of his other movies are. Like Halloween has a permanent spot and like top John yeah. Carpenter movies. I mean, so. We're talking top five. We're not talking like top hundred here. Well, yeah. you know, well, he doesn't have that many movies. So well, how many, I mean, you don't know that my Halloween might be my top. I was like, list. I was like, I don't even know if I've seen they live all the way through. You haven't seen what? They Live. Oh, I have. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't make my list, but uh, oh, yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper. That one's can't be, yeah. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Every yeah. time. It was a big political thing, too, because. Um, yeah. Obey. Know, the glasses. Yeah. would always, Like everything I would see would be like. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a cool concept. I love it. Yeah. It was. Um, it's still got. It's got that. It's got that John Carpenter feel. To it, it does. Yeah. And it's just like. I mean, I'd much rather watch like Big Trouble in China or yeah. like anything else because like, you know. All right. Uh, my number two. Yeah, your number two. My number two, Escape from New York. Nice. It's 
Snake Plissken. Right? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna you're definitely gonna have better uh, thoughts on Escape from New York. It's than I it's will. it's Kurt Russell again. It's Snake Plissken. It's a guy with an eye patch. Uh, it was actually my Halloween outfit that I didn't even get to go to a Halloween party because it got canceled this past year. But I'm talking. I had full on yeah Snake Plissken. I had the black cut off t shirt, just skin tight with the freaking camo pants into the boots. you need to you need to send me the picture so i can post it on instagram oh. for like the promo image for the next like for this episode i got it yeah yeah oh i was so excited i put that thing on tested it out freaking halloween party gets canceled i put it back on just to, <laughs> <laughs> just walking around with it just to wear it uh so good so um yeah it's just like i i just you know god that was was that 81 yep so did he have when did the thing come out? Was that 81? No, it's later. It's way later. Like 83? Uh, I don't think it's way later. I mean, well, I mean, it's definitely like later because you can tell yeah. based do, off like the know. quality of how his movies got uh, like I do evolved. know Escape from New York is 81, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I was, God, six. Six years old when that movie came out. Yeah. And I saw it pretty close around that time. Um, and it's just one of those things. I... I was kind of like you. I, at a young age, I would see movies, and I was just like, what am I watching right now? This and is the greatest That's thing. the best part about Escape from New York, too, because it's just like the action star that you're just like, oh, my God, I want to be Snake Plissken. And it's like like what you mentioned. Like, it's just... That's... Escape from New York, like... It's, like, reflective of, like, the scenarios that I would just think up when I was playing, like, you know, Army. Right. Like, in the backyard, yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 It's got, got to go save the president before right. the goons get him or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, um, I don't know. It just, it's up there for me because it just, you know, I just remember sitting in the floor just watching Snake Plissken on VHS tape, you know? Cause I yeah. Mean, we didn't have HBO and stuff like that. We just, you know, you get the, t- you go rent the tape or somebody makes a dub of it or whatever. Yeah. You know, so. And uh, the, the one thing I love about something you notice with early John Carpenter stuff. Um, when was Christine made? Was that after escape from New York? Oh God. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, just something I've always noticed with a lot of John Carpenter movies before he like got into like the thing and um, like big trouble with China and stuff. Uh-huh. You always had a wide shot. Right. And like character, like characters would exit on one side and then that wide shot would stay and then you you just see like like other characters come in from a different side and it just stays there and right. it like you know like when um you like you see the convoy with like what's the guy's name the main the main antagonist in that movie I, oh the duke yeah the duke yeah of course yeah, 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 like, yeah. You, like you see snake Plissken sitting there and a brain and they're like you know they're standing outside like the library or whatever where like he resides right right yeah and there's just like this wide shot of the Duke's convoy, and you just you can barely make out that there's cars coming. Yeah, it's like a little. You can just yeah, see it, yeah. It's so small, but and this, it, the music. Yeah, dude, dude, yeah and yeah, it just yeah. gets further and further. But like, and then they run away, and like he, there's something about his really early movies how he just like he just stayed on a wide shot. He's like, yep, we'll just get this shot of you guys running around real quick, and yeah, then, uh, that's that's the shot. That's the yeah, story. That yes, um, yeah, the Duke's convoy, like, and that, with and we really haven't even said it here. With every one of these movies, the music. Yeah, the music. And it's all John Carpenter. He mm-hmm. does all the music. You can't rank the music. I, I'm, I'm can, No. You can't rank the music. But it's like, all too good. There's just this sound, right? Like, this is John Carpenter sound that happens, you know? Yeah. Um, 
And yeah, like that's a perfect, you know, that music kicks in and then those cars are just driving. You just forever. barely see the headlights yeah. and then they, you know, they just progressively drive up. It's so good. Yeah. So, um, and then just snake, snake was always, snake was never out of control. Yeah. He's just always snake and he's always like, call me snake. You know, yeah. like it's like, <laughs> um, even when he, you know, the fight, they, they, they take him out in handcuffs to fight that big that big bald dude, right? I love the arena scene. Oh my god, the yeah. arena scene is so good. And he knows he's just in in shit right now, you know, but finds a way. He's and Snake Pliskin. And he's already injured, you know, they'd already injured him at that point. I love movies, especially like with movies like John Wick. I love when all the characters in the movie know something that the audience doesn't, but we don't get spoon fed anything. So like whenever Whenever he like meets someone inside New York or right. in Manhattan, Manhattan, you just right? jump to John Wick. So yeah, I know, but like yeah. I'm just saying, right. like there's there's things in John Wick where it's like the audience was like, oh, Mr. Wick, like right, right, good right, to yeah. see you again. Yeah. So it's like, oh my god, like what did John Wick do with this character right, way right, back right, when? Yeah. But like so that when he's inside New York, when he's inside uh, Manhattan, um, they're like, heard you were dead. He's like, not yet or something like that. Like, are you talking about Snake? Yeah, yeah, yeah Snake. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They. They know about him. Yeah, they know about him. It's they know like, about Snake Plissken. And, like, he's like this, like, um, what do you call that? Like, he's like a kind of a legend, mm -hmm. but he's a bad guy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> heard, heard, heard you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like, he's nope. not a good guy. Like, <laughs> you know, he's a, he's a criminal, basically, yeah. you know, but he's Snake he's Plissken. He's Snake Plissken. Yeah, yep. so. Everyone but knows. Yeah, that's, um, that's my number two. It's a, it's a, and uh, by the way, Christine is 80, 1983. Okay. Yeah, so, so Escape from New York is eighty one and eighty three. Yeah, I don't know when they live. I I don't. I just I think they live like, was a little bit older. That's yeah, I just think there's like a. I think it may be Christine. That that's when like it started to get like the quality. I'm gonna of say his filmmaking just kind of evolved. I'm gonna say they live nineteen eighty seven. That sounds about right. They live oh eighty eight. Dang. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, there, yeah, there's just like a certain like eighty eight. There's a certain line that he crossed where it's like okay, now he's got just way bigger budgets and right. all this kind of stuff and he just like he dude the thing okay escape from new york crisp. 81 the thing 82 christine 83 good lord yeah so anyway all right what's your number one um okay no my number two Wait, oh shit okay talk my number two yet oh my bad yeah we're getting on a rants uh my number two is the beautiful practical effects heavy the thing okay and i, I know, think i know you're a big fan of them yeah i think it's his best movie Overall, yes, but it's at my number two. The 1983 thing, not the 2011 thing. Yeah, okay. no, it's... Uh, we'll be talking about no remakes here, people. Yeah, no remakes. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think it's his best movie overall. It's the best practical effects in any movie ever because I don't think any movie will be able to replicate... like Because the, the remake of the thing, it just didn't... The CGI just didn't work boring. for that. So it, boring. The... All like the it's like remaking Point Break. The amount of <laughs> fake blood and like all God. like the skin ripping and like just all this stuff that was going on. Yeah, it just it was perfect. It made you like sick to your stomach. It's like this thing is spawning out of a dog's head, and it and it goes into the ceiling and it's got a big eye. That's the that's one of the like one of the coolest things I love about the thing is like you'll see the monster in one form. And then the shit, like there, there will be a shot where it's like the entire crew looking at the monster, and then when it goes back to the monster, it's like it evolved into like something completely different. Like right. it's um, 
it's when the thing or when the alien is like eating up all the dogs. Yeah. The dog, it's got like all these like little snake things like yeah. coming out of its neck or whatever. Uh huh. And like, I mean, don't quote. I don't know if this, is, if this is like the exact sequence of the shots, but I just remember it goes from something like that to a shot of McCready, and then it goes to a shot of like the thing is just like a giant mountain of flesh, and it has one giant eyeball. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened in like the <laughs> the time between these two shots? I love the scene where they um where they've got the samples of blood. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite. Yeah, they're all sitting trying to figure out who who's the and thing. And at some point, somebody's gonna be made. Like they're like, yeah. and because they he takes the little fire, right? Is that because if if the fire hits the blood, mm-hmm. right? Because he was like, didn't he have like a little, like a, yeah, yeah, it was um, it was a coil that yeah. he and if it up. hits the blood, and if it does, if it goes crazy, then that means you're the one. Yeah, yeah. and like when they figured it out, it's like that one person he like. It was the guy on the end of the uh, the sofa, like his head is down. He's just sad. He looks sad, yeah. and like the the sofa just starts shaking. Uh, and he's like, get, everyone's like, get me out of here, McCready. And isn't McCready holding the the blowtorch the entire time? Yeah, because he's heating up the coil with it, and then yeah, yeah. but he's like holding the blowtorch ready just to smoke somebody. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, but like overall, I think it's just his best movie. It has, I already said that Christine has some of the best acting, but the thing just like for the amount of characters in the movie, like there's just not a. a uh, what do you call it? A faulty moment. Right. And everyone just like works so well together. And like, it's just, it's so intense and all this, there's just so much going on. And I love the shot where like, um, one of the guys is being eaten. It's during that scene where they're trying to figure out who's the thing. And right. one of the guys is like getting eaten by the guy that just, um, Oh yeah. 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 And like, it's like a rag doll, like oh, going yeah, back yeah. and forth. And he gets like flung into like the side. He's just covered in goo and blood. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the best. And it has one of the greatest endings to a horror movie ever. It's like McCready and Child is just sitting there while everything's Spoiler up in flames. Spoiler alert. Ow. 1981. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah. What? You, you said, I think you said like three different dates. Like when was the thing made? You said 1981, 1982, and 1983. No, I said the, the thing is 1981. It is? That's Escape from New York. Okay, no. Okay, the Escape from New York. You're Now you're getting me confused. No, because <laughs> I was confused. Escape from New York is 81. The thing is 82. Christine is 83. Okay. Yeah. He made three movies in, in three years. Okay. 1982. Right. Okay. The anyway. Thing. But, yeah, just the ending scene with Charles and, Mac- and McCready, it's like, who is the thing? Right. Is it, could it, maybe it's neither one of them, maybe it's both of them, or maybe it's just one of them. Yeah. I, I love that. Yeah. The ending. All right. Number one. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> what is your number one? My number one is Christine. I saw that coming. And here's why. Yep. For a couple reasons. Okay. One, there is not a better fire scene. Well, okay. Yeah. I was about to say. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a tie. One of two fire scenes, right? But the fire scene where where Christine is on fire. One, when when the gas station blows up, Christine backs out on fire. The to be in 1983 film we've talked about it doesn't look like 1983. No, yeah. The vividness of the fire and the colors, but then, so Buddy, the main bully, who's like looks like he's 35 and he's a high school student. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He is being followed by Chris, so he's running down the road and Christine's on fire chasing him at a very slow pace. <laughs> yeah, and there's a scene where it's just. Christine and you get the 
what do you call them? The camera flares? Yeah, those uh, horizontal lens those little flares. little blue and... There he is. There's old Clark. Hey, Clark hey buddy. What's oh going on? Oh, my God. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? All right. Um, yes. uh, and so it is just, it's just perfect. It's like, it's like just a perfect shot in a movie, especially with the fire. Like it. Yeah. Now the other one is when Michael Myers and Halloween kills walks out of, walks out of the it's house and it's just close second. Oh my God. It's so good. But anyway, there's that, um, the scene where, um, who's the fat kid? Uh, Moochie. Moochie. Yeah. When Moochie gets dropped off by the, the truck, right? And that is the, he's obviously lives close to there. I would think, you know, you don't know that, but uh, you're thinking he gets a ride. He gets dropped off basically around like where it's like an underpass, right? Of, of the highway. And there's not another soul in sight. And he's yeah. walking down the sidewalk and all of a sudden he hears an old fifties music playing and through concrete pillars, John Carpenter moves the camera just to the side. And there's Christine just sitting back there with no lights on, completely blacked out windows, and that song playing. And you get Moochie. <laughs> he goes, Is that you, Cunningham? <laughs> you ain't mad, are you? Yeah, after they just destroy they just Christine. Destroy Christine. <laughs> And then the camera keeps panning past another concrete pillar. And then Christine slowly pulls out, mm-hmm. turns the lights on, sets there, and then just starts chasing. It's gold. I mean, yeah, it's it just, is. It's perfect. It's a perfect like kill scene too. It is so, those two scenes are just so fucking good. Yeah, they really are. And they does it like, again, I, I feel like I'm not watching a movie from 1983 when I watch that, you know? Yeah, no. Um, and then, of course, the line from Arnie, take your hands off me, or take your mitts, mitts. off me, motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> to his dad, is makes me laugh every time. <laughs> it's so good. We actually, we actually recreated it today. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Christine, number one, that's for me. That's why. Yeah. So, my number one is, of course, Big Trouble in Little China. It nice, is nicely done. Yeah, it is my absolute favorite John Carpenter movie. Not his best movie. The Thing is 100% his best movie, but in terms of just... That's the great thing about... It's not his best movie, but it's so yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, but in terms of enjoyability and just like the cult classic nature of it, the camp of it, I... So good. I I love it to death, and... I have a poster of it. I don't, I can't remember the last time I watched it though, which is kind of a, well, cause it's, it's concerning, not, you know, it's like what we were talking about the other day. We want to watch dog, something. We want to watch dog soldiers. Mm-hmm. Dog soldiers, by the way, is the greatest werewolf movie ever made. I would think, I, I really think it is, but um, yeah, it is nowhere on a streaming service. Yeah. And it just drives me nuts when I can't find movies on streaming services. Like, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, that's a good pick for number one. Yeah. I mean, and like, it's the only movie that is like meant to be like a comedy to like to have that like comedy nature. Right. And I just love like all like the lore that John Carpenter is just not telling anyone. Like he, he talks about like the black magic and all this stuff. Yeah. And you know, there's like uh there's some conflict uh, going on there, but um, Ace Ventura is on the screen right now and dad can't, can't focus <laughs> going down a waterfall. <laughs> but like, I just love how, there's so much going on in the movie and like Kurt or, um, Oh my God, what is his name? 
Jack Burton. Yeah. Of course. Jack Burton doesn't know what's going on in this constant, like, black magic, you know, kung fu rabbit hole that he's going down. He has no idea what's going on, so that means the audience has no idea what's going on. Right. So that means John Carpenter doesn't need to explain anything to well, us, which is I, which I think is beautiful. Well, and also, too, John Carpenter doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. If there's also. a guy who doesn't give a shit, it's John Carpenter. Yeah. Like, he's like... Whatever. Well, do you remember the scene in in Big Trouble where like, uh, they're like down in the sewers? Mm-hmm. It's like after like all the ninjas, like they're all like together, and like Jack Burton's got his little submachine gun and his knife, and he's like, "I'm good with the gun," and everyone else has like swords and stuff. Right. And they they're going down in the tunnel, and like, there's like this giant like bug creature that just comes out of a <laughs> hole and just takes one of the ninjas, and he's like. What the hell was that? And they just keep going. He's, and he just he doesn't get an answer. Yeah. So no I think explanation. it's great. Yeah. Um, uh, so many great moments. I mean, I I got a partial. I was th- when you were when you, once you said Jack Burton, it, the line is the check is in the mail when he's when he was yeah the check is in the mail. Like, yeah. What is he saying there? Like, I don't know. When, when something it's about him paying his dues. Yeah. I think. Yeah. 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 Oh my God! What does he say? <laughs> Oh, it, they uh, they say Jack, you pay Jack. I, Jack, have you paid your dues yeah. yet? Yes, sir. The yeah, check is the in the check mail. Check is in the mail. Yeah, that's yeah. what he says. It's so, and he's just him driving and just in a CB radio. It's so good. Oh, and then you know, and then they have like that that orange haired like monster thing that like takes the girl. Remember that scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Another thing, it's just like I have no idea what's going. On. There's so yeah. many like creatures and wizards crazy. and yeah. stuff. He's just crazy. He doesn't, he doesn't explain any of it. That's fine. Yeah, I just the the practical effects go crazy in that movie yeah. too. And, and then the uh, the elevator scene, they're all in the elevator. He opens mm. it. He yeah, opens yeah. it. There's a bunch of like oh yeah, yeah. A bunch of guys back there. Like, they're like it's like in a warehouse yeah. scene because like they run out. He <laughs> closes it. And he goes, I don't think I saw you. <laughs> right. And then when he says like, well yeah, he they run up to the door and. <laughs> Jack opens it and there's like four or five ninjas like with their right. weapons ready and he closes it he goes I don't think they saw us and like it's just so funny and like the ninjas start like like uh like just yeah. banging on the door and like putting holes in it and I think it's Jack. so great he's like no, no no that's what he said no we might have just completely lied he closes the door and when they start banging on the door he's like they only saw me <laughs> but like obviously every single person was in the shot right right right, so. right. yeah I don't know. Yeah. Just the going check crazy is in the now. mail. I'm so yeah. glad we finally got that. How do you pay your dude? The check is in the mail. Yeah. Just, yeah. uh, yeah. You, you, no one probably knew what I was talking about when I was explaining big trouble in old China, but that's the point of the movie. So, well, you know, it's, it's l- quite literally all over the place. I hope, I hope our listeners have seen a little big trouble in old China. Well, I hope they go watch it now because after we've been talking about it, if you go watch, we, we all have the same, we have the same five movies, right? Just in different spots. Uh, yeah, I think we, so. Yeah. We the same well, my honorable mentions were um, fog. So, Prince of Darkness is at number six. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, because I like. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a good movie. Yeah. Prince of Darkness is like it's underrated. His most like horror. It's underrated. Yeah, it's very underrated. I, I'm. I'm surprised. I remember we watched that. Like it was like a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Like you just yeah you put it on. I'm like. Oh, this is pretty. Oh, you know, it's 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 a freaky one, especially yeah. when one of the guys like he's just standing outside in the darkness and he's just made of bugs and cockroaches and yeah. stuff. So like his head falls off and like a bunch of bugs start crawling out. I'm like, oh my god! I need to watch that one again. It's a good one. It's I've it's, seen that one time. It's freaky. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. Um, and then the fog was number seven. Okay, 
So mine, uh, I would say that my number six would it was Assault on Precinct 13, and Fog was probably my number seven. So. Yeah. Yep, so, all right, well. I think that's good, right? Yeah, we'll cut it off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a good hour and 35. Yeah, easy. Yeah, easy stuff. Go do your homework. Go do your chores. Go be productive. How about that? I don't know. Do we really need to be productive? No. <laughs> 2030. The human race can no longer be saved. Oh, yeah, that's right, guys. Um, we got a timeline. Yeah. So, so just go, go do what you want. How about yeah. that? Go be happy. Go, go be, go be like uh, Jack, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> go be like Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Like we <laughs> just like do whatever. Just don't care. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, if there's any, if there's a dude in Hollywood over the years that just he was on the Oscars one time. I know I'm just getting sidetracked here. He was on the Oscars one time presenting. You need to look this up because since you're a Jack fan, it he is just so like relaxed and he literally on the Oscars says, Ah, it's okay, I took two volumes before I walked out <laughs> Like he just doesn't care. Like he's a guy who just watched the Lakers game front row for thirty years and just made good movies and you know, and now he's semi retired. I think he might be all the way dry. you know, I think he just kind of yeah. stopped, you know. Well, but uh yeah. Well, have that route in life. Just let's just cares? say that. Go be Jack Nicholson at a Lakers game. Who cares? Yeah. yeah. All right. We'll leave with that. Peace. Peace. <laughs>